Writing Easy. It's a podcast about writing and kind of taking it easy a little bit more than maybe you might otherwise. That's a really tight catchphrase. I like it. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So I want you listeners to understand what we're doing for you and how dedicated we are to the podcast and making sure that we can do this right. So normally we just like had an online, like a Zoom meeting, like a Skype sort of thing, and there was a really bad delay. And so we tried all sorts of stuff. We rebooted our computers, people. That's dedication. Yeah. But that didn't work. So right now we are talking on our cell phones to each other so that we can hear. And then we're also recording locally. So we basically have two sets of headsets on our heads at the same time. It's very strange. But for you, for you, it is nothing. For our, our great, so great is our love for you that we don't mind. Exactly. I, I will willingly look like some kind of mad scientist for you, our <laughs> listeners. That's, that's it's a particularly uh, impactful considering it's an audio medium. But... <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And I think, oh, that's a perfect segue into our topic for this week, which is professionalism. So I have the quote for this week. This is a quote that I have on my wall. Uh, in my office to look at whenever I sit down to write. Uh, it's even like framed and nice. And it's uh, from Agatha Christie. Here it is. There was a moment when I changed from an amateur to a professional. I assumed the burden of a profession, which is to write even when you don't want to, don't much like what you're writing, and aren't writing particularly well. Deep. Does that resonate with you, Melissa? Because it, mes- it resonates with me a lot. So much. Yes, especially when I was first starting out. That was mm-hmm. something that I would have needed to look at every single day. There's actually something very freeing about this quote is that she's kind of giving you permission to suck, right? She's like, you just go up there, especially that last part, and aren't writing particularly well. You don't like, you just, you're just doing it. It doesn't, there, a certain factor of it is just kind of showing up every day and to not connect that with the quality of the writing. And I think that's kind of freeing. Yeah, well, I think the the thing about writing is that it's unlike other tasks where you can start and finish it and have a full product in a single day or a period of hours. Writing takes months and months of time, right? It's it's hundreds of hours of time on the same project. And so being professional is about being consistent and showing up and making progress, even though it's going to be messy. And it's one of those forms that you are constantly revising and constantly editing Um, and so, yeah, professional is like not just doing it when you feel like doing it or not, not doing it when the moment strikes you, but doing it every single day. Yeah. It's not a linear process, unlike other things, you know, so that I think that's, and that's why showing up every day is so important. Yeah. So I did some thinking about what professionals, what professionalism means. Um, one of which is enunciating clearly, um, So what do you think, what does professionalism mean to you? So for me, when I'm thinking about professionalism, specifically in writing, I'm actually thinking about how do you show up? Like, how do you show up to the Mm -hmm. space? How do you treat other people um, Mm -hmm. and manage yourself? And writing, publishing, the film industry, like these things seem great. They seem very vast when you're new to it. And you're like, there's so many opportunities and so many people. There aren't. It's a very, very small community of people doing Mm -hmm. this work. And so I think of professionalism as how do you treat the people who give you rejections, who give you tough Mm. critical feedback, 
who, um, you know, may not be able to, you may have a tense relationship with your agent and have to part ways. Like all of that Mm -hmm. way in which you show up and you interact, do you get diva-ish, right? (laughs) And do you argue and do you taunt people? Do you make fun of people? Or do you show up with a certain amount of respect for your peers and your colleagues who are in this work? That's, I wrote down the exact word, respect. I think that's a big thing. And yeah, I think that's the same. It's There's a lot of, you've had a, really, a lot of really good points of how there's different things. You show professionalism to the work. You show professionalism to others and you show professionalism to yourself. All of those three things are, are going on at the same time. Exactly. So we, you and I both have regular like day jobs, like normal person jobs, right? And so I kind of think about how professionalism works there. Like for my my day job, I show up on time uh, at the time that we've agreed that I'm going to show up and I'm working mostly that whole time. <laughs> you know, there's breaks. But, you know, I'm, I'm, if there's a meeting, I come to the meeting. If I need to talk to someone, I, I go talk to them. If someone wants something from me, I'm, I'm there. Uh, and I, when I'm working on my own, I try to do, I try to do my best, you know, best I can. And if I'm, if I need help, I ask for help. Those are all things that are professional in the, like the real world, so to speak. What did I forget? What am I missing out of just like normal person <laughs> professionalism? Well, I think there's like, along with professionalism, I think about accountability, right? Like when you're going to uh-huh. an everyday job, you set deadlines, you try to stick to those deadlines. If you say you're going to do something, you try to respond to that email or complete that task. And so mm-hmm. all of those things can carry over to your writing as well and how you manage your writing life. Mm-hmm. And at a regular job, unprofessionalism is the opposite of that, right? If I were going to be unprofessional, I you know, not showing up, not trying my best, but also uh, undercutting other people. That's unprofessional. Uh, undercutting people who, you know, if someone reports to me, I, I have to be supportive of them and protect them. And if I don't, that's not professional. And it's those same – and while I don't have anyone reporting to me as a writer, um, it's that same concept. They're counting on me. The work's counting on me. I have to be count onable. Is that a word? I don't think so. But I like it. Dang. <laughs> I like right. where you're going. <laughs> Dependable, maybe? There you go. <laughs> Dependable. But at the same point, you can't go too far with it, right? Because, I mean, it's not a professional job if you're – and although people do this in their day jobs, but if you're just like screaming at people, right, to, to if they're not doing a good enough job, you scream at them or you, you know, work all day and all night. And, and that's not the right thing either. Or to expect other people to do that. That's not the right thing either. So you have to, you know, because professionalism does not mean enslaving yourself to yeah. the work. It's just it's yeah, it's like we're, we're working. I'm doing my job. I'm a professional. But I'm not, you know, burying myself in it. That's not good. Yeah, I think people get caught up in in the professional, like thinking about what it means to be a, pro- a professional when they're thinking about something like writing because they assume, well, mm-hmm. professional means I'm getting paid and I'm getting a large yes. sum of money. And that's not the case. They're not the same thing. Um, a professional is how, like, again, how you carry yourself, how you treat others, how you value your time. Um, and... It's important, even if you don't have an agent or you don't have a publishing deal with a traditional publisher, you're not a New York Times bestselling author that is only writing to make your living, you still 
can practice these behaviors and you still um, have opportunities where you could come off as really unprofessional just in learning how to write. And I see it a lot in like writers groups, like that person who dominates the conversation or who gives, who tears other writers down just to make Mm -hmm. themselves feel better or who can't take criticism. That is the biggest sign to me of like unprofessionalism. If, if you're with a group of other writers who have taken the time to review your material and give you feedback and you can't take criticism or notes and are really defensive like you can feel upset, but like you don't want to take it out on the people who are sharing that feedback. You need to be able to yeah. process it in a professional way. That's a really good point. Um, that you, it, and then like if you again, I'm going to go back to like the normal person day job. You don't start to say, "Well, I'm going to be a professional once I make manager," but until then, it doesn't count. So I'm just going to act like a jerk or whatever. I'm just going to do what I want because it's not. I'm not a manager. Well, do you think you're ever going to get to manager if you <laughs> act that way when you're an individual contributor? No, of course not. And it's the same thing. Just the money isn't – That's it, it doesn't have to do with money. It has to do with, with doing your work. And, yeah, whether or not they can do anything for you, also, you can't assume that, oh, well, you're nothing to me. I can afford to be – you know, to belittle you because you don't know. They yeah. might not be able to do anything for you now. You might think yourself – superior to them now but you never know and that all comes from fear anyway all that kind of behavior comes from a lack of confidence in your work and trying to build yourself up yeah but this world is small like you will run into the same people over and over again and you cannot get mad at that agent who turned you down because they may be your agent in five years so just yeah yeah or you know they turn you down but then someone who they you know, they might remember it and talk to someone else. Exactly. And, it, and, it, and it's frustrating. I totally hear you. Writing is frustrating. Trying to get into publishing is frustrating. Trying to get into screenwriting is frustrating. It's a difficult thing. And yeah, there are times when you're going to sit down with your friends and just let it out. And that's fine as long as you do it with them and not like somewhere where it's going to get back and hurt someone's feelings. You know, I uh, we have a Facebook group and I... I vented a little bit on our Facebook group to just our friends, to just like a small group of people and said, and they went, yes, we understand. Like, okay. And that's done. But for me, like writing back to an agent saying, well, you don't know what you're talking about. That's pointless. It's a waste of your energy. Yeah. You have to get kind of Zen about it. Now, one thing that's been coming up recently, I heard this on another podcast that was talking about, um, I think it was the Austin film festival. They had a panel there And there are a bunch of showrunners who were talking about professionalism with writers. And it boiled down to this difference between generations, right? So how are, um, I keep seeing this over and over, like the the baby boomers versus the millennials and like the Gen X in between is like, I don't really care. And like, that's me. All of this. Exactly. But like, it's like, there's these clashes between like true identities of like, how people are brought up, how they uh, like approach work, what they want out of their work um, that is starting to cause some tension in professionalism because they both have different ideas about what professionalism looks like. Um, so I'm curious if you've, if you've noticed that, because I do think it, it translates into writing as well, where there's some writers, especially in television, 
um, you'll hear people say, well, like, it has to be this way. I had to pay my dues and you've got to work your way yeah. up and you can't just, uh, like, come in. I hear it with indie publishing and self-publishing versus, like, traditional publishers where people are saying, well, like, you, you're not a real writer because you didn't go through the same hoops that I went through. Um, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that in terms of the generations and their perspectives? Yeah. I usually don't hear that about an individual person to say, oh, this person's feedback is that they don't do that. It's usually more generalized. And it's, you know, oh, the the boomers are so hidebound and they don't understand reality and they're out of touch. And then the millennials are spoiled and they want a participation trophy. And, you know, but I, I, I work with I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm just sitting in the middle like, OK, um, I work with boomers. I work with millennials. Uh, and, it, you know, and it's it's on to me then in the middle to be professional and to say, well, let's focus on the work. Let's focus on what they bring to it. Let's, you know, and if there's feedback to be given, it's given in a respectful way. You know, it comes back to respect um, and it's respect for yourself as well. So, like, if I were in a position where someone was belittling what I had done because it wasn't the same path as they are, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't subjugate myself. I wouldn't be like, oh, you're right. I suck. Uh, I would have respect for myself to say, well, this is my journey, but I'd also have respect for them to say, and I understand that your journey is also valid and, and kind of let it, let it fly from there. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Again, which is not to say that I don't go home and go to my husband and go, what the heck? But you can't do that too much because it starts to eat away at you. Exactly. Yeah. I read an article once that said that venting doesn't, venting makes it worse. I think so, because you're sitting in that frustration and you're not like the action has already happened, but like mm -hmm. your emotional state is still sticking into that like frustrating space. Yeah. I uh, though, Again, I will say, though, I had a session with my therapist recently where I was just going, let me tell you how hard writing was. And she's like, wow, that's really hard. And it felt so good just to get that validation, even though, I mean, I was paying her to do it and uh, <laughs> she may have been like grow up in her head. But, you know, but yeah, you can't you can't stay and go. All these these horrible agencies, horrible showrunners, they die. screw them. What do they know? They don't like, you know, because you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. And then the other side of that is the professionalism to yourself and to the work. And that's kind of where that quote was that I was uh, that I read at the beginning is not waiting for the inspiration to to strike, not going, well, I can't. I just can't. I'm so blocked. You know, there's no such thing as plumber's block. You know, It's just showing up doing the work that needs to be done, having respect for the work, that it's going to take its time to, to do what it needs to do, have respect for yourself. Again, it's not your entire sense of being. It's a profession. Yeah. And I do think it gets easier when mm -hmm. you've published your first book, because once you have readers and people commenting on your story or asking when this book is coming out, it's you can start to treat it as something that has a, a tangible end well a date on a contract man that that definitely does make it a little more yes but and that's what's hard about it right because you but you can't get there until you have already mastered it right exactly. you're no one's going to uh sign a contract with you if you haven't already demonstrated that you are capable of doing the thing that they're contracting you to do yeah so you have to you have to learn that skill alone and and that's where you have to start thinking of yourself as a professional. And what does a professional do? Um, a professional does a professional uh, surf the internet a lot? Mm, maybe not. I wouldn't surf the internet that much at my day job, so I shouldn't surf the internet that much while I'm writing. Um, does a professional 
come in an hour late to work. No, I wouldn't do that at my day job. I can't do that at my writing job. Or not write at all. <laughs> yeah, it can be hard sometimes when if your day job is not a place where you are treated as a professional and you are not expected to act as a professional or you don't have any real world experience. You know, you haven't ever worked in a grown up job. It can be hard to learn that. The other thing that I would add is that to me, being professional also means investing in myself. Um, mm. And so when you start to learn how you work and what you need, you shouldn't feel guilty about, you know, spending money or time or getting resources to help you work in the best way possible or write in the best way possible. So going to those conferences, getting the book, don't, don't buy all the books, but like <laughs> getting the books, <laughs> getting a mentor, whatever it is that you need to do. Um, that's yeah. also being professional because that's what you do. If you had a business or if you were a lawyer, you would, you would study, you would have other ways and, um, memberships and associations to continue developing yourself and to support yourself. That's a really good point of, of that self-respect and understanding what you needed and, you know, giving it to yourself because it's not always, that's a place where it's not always the same as a day job because in a day job, there's a lot of just, well, you show up every day and you do your work. And it may be that your writing job requires you to walk in the park, you know, and you have to be honest with yourself. That's where it gets kind of gray. But yeah, you need to walk in the park or you need to make sure you get enough sleep at night or you have to yeah go to a conference or you need to re go read some books or I don't know, all sorts of things to take care of yourself so that you can do the job you need to do. I like it. This is good advice. If you were a lawyer and, and you would do it, then you should do it as a writer. A good one, not like a jerky Not a one. corrupt one. <laughs> yeah, don't use like, don't use like a bad person as in your example. Be like, we say, oh, well, if your boss wouldn't do it, like, oh, yeah, well, my boss is a jerk, so I guess I could be a jerk too. Like, well, you know that's not right. the right answer. <laughs> Come on. Gotta be a grown up about this. And also a child at the same time. Yeah, it all comes down to respect. And if I had the... Uh, gonna pay the royalties well, gonna I end this with <laughs> yeah i would but i don't want to i don't want to take that chance well a i don't want to sing it but i you know play recording but also no so everyone just sing it in your sing head in you, your know head. you know it you know it <laughs> yeah um speaking of professionalism uh just some some professional notes i think the best thing we just want to pimp out are please leave reviews and on itunes boy oh boy it would make us feel so happy and it helps other people find the podcast. And so that way, when you say, oh, I've been listening to it for a long time, you actually have someone to impress, right? It's like, oh, I've been listening to Writing Easy since the beginning. Oh, wow. But no one's going to care if they don't know what it is, right? So it's really just for you. <laughs> so I think we'll just close up. Sounds good. Remember, everyone, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everyone. Bye.